This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the annual Best Places to Work in the Federal Government survey results are out. Time for some analysis. House Democrats continue to push for a higher pay raise for federal employees. And the Defense Department is trying out a way to provide in-home child care to service members. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The annual rankings are out of the best places to work in the federal government. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has some highlights. As it has for many years, NASA topped the list of best large agencies with an employee satisfaction score of 87%. The intelligence community and the Department of Transportation ranked two and three on that list. Homeland Security was at the bottom perennially. Among medium-sized agencies, the Government Accountability Office, part of Congress, ranked number one with an 89% satisfaction score, followed closely by the Federal Trade Commission and the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. Among small agencies, the best place to work was also part of the Hill, the Congressional Budget Office. It had the highest satisfaction score of all at 93%. The Independent Office of Special Counsel came in second. The average federal satisfaction score was 69, compared to an average of 77 in the private sector. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. Agencies on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic mostly saw increases in their 2020 best place to work in the federal government scores. The National Institutes of Health improved six points over 2019. The Food and Drug Administration saw a 5.2-point increase, and the Federal Emergency Management Agency jumped 9.8 points. Meanwhile, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention saw a decline of 1.5 points. 18 House Democrats are urging appropriators to include a 3.2% pay raise for federal employees in next year's financial services bill. The bill currently endorses the 2.7% pay raise President Biden recommended as part of his 2022 budget proposal. But Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly says agencies face a talent crisis if Congress fails to make investments in the federal workforce. The full House Appropriations Committee will mark up and likely advance the bill today. President Biden's new diversity and inclusion executive order has something for everyone. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Several agencies are involved in implementing the new order. The Office of Personnel Management and the Pentagon will review whether LGBTQ plus employees have equitable access to federal and military health insurance. The National Intelligence Director will look for potential barriers inside the security clearance process for transgender and gender nonconforming employees. And the General Services Administration will ensure federal buildings meet accessibility standards for those with disabilities. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. President Biden formally nominated Ernest Dubester as chairman of the Federal Labor Relations Authority. Dubester was an FLRA member during the Trump administration. Biden named him as temporary chairman during his first days in office. Dubester has been a member of the FLRA in some capacity since 2009. The president also sent both Merit Systems Protection Board nominees to the Senate. The Senate must confirm at least two people to restore a quorum at the board. 
The Defense Department will begin covering in-home child care costs for some military families under a new pilot program. DOD says the program will provide fee assistance for up to 60 hours per week of nannying and other in-home care. The amount of assistance will be determined by the service member's total family income. The first year of the pilot will be limited to five high-demand regions, including the National Capital Region. Congress mandated the pilot program as part of the fiscal year 2021 National Defense Authorization Act. The Pentagon is now formalizing how it handles reports of military pilots encountering unidentified flying objects. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has details. Military officials tasked with analyzing UFO encounters could soon have a new place to phone home. Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks is directing DOD officials to come up with a plan for establishing a new DOD office for unidentified aerial phenomena. A Navy task force has been leading efforts to analyze so-called UAPs since last year. Hicks also wants formal procedures for collecting, reporting, and analyzing UAPs, including a directive to report any encounters up the chain within two weeks. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. A new wing in the Air Force will focus on advancing the department's electromagnetic warfare capabilities. The branch, called the 350th Spectrum Warfare Wing, will provide maintenance and technical expertise for electronic warfare to support the combat air forces. The wing temporarily is located at Eglin Air Force Base in Florida, while the Air Force conducts an environmental analysis for a permanent location. It expects to decide on that location in spring of 2022. NIST offers eight steps for how agencies can protect themselves from ransomware attacks. Federal News Network's Jason Miller reports. From automatic scans of email and external devices, to keeping systems fully patched, to allowing access to only authorized applications, these are among the ways agencies can limit the threat of ransomware. The National Institute of Standards and Technology detail these and other approaches organizations can take to be better prepared to stave off one of the fastest growing cyber attack vectors. Security experts say the number of ransomware attacks across the U.S. totaled more than 2,000 last year, impacting government, healthcare, and educational sectors. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Government Accountability Office celebrates its 100th birthday on July 1st. Lawmakers passed a resolution recognizing GAO's contributions over the last century. The resolution noted that GAO helped the federal government save $77.6 billion in fiscal 2020 and $1.2 trillion over the last 20 years. GAO will host an online event on July 14th, which will feature tributes from lawmakers and GAO leadership to highlight the agency's history and contributions. A vendor on the short list to build the Postal Service's next-generation delivery vehicle says it was unfairly disqualified from the $3 billion contract. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the story. The electric vehicle company Workhorse, in an unsealed bid protest, says it spent six years and more than $6 million designing a prototype next-generation delivery vehicle for the Postal Service. But the company says USPS took their prototype out of consideration over a safety incident that was due to a driver's error. Workhorse also claims the award recipient Oshkosh Defense submitted a prototype vehicle that was entirely different than the one selected for production. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. And the IRS is fighting back against the dirty dozen tax scams of 2021. One way is by making its identity protection pin available to all taxpayers. The IPPI is a six-digit code known only to the taxpayer and the IRS. It helps prevent identity thieves from filing fraudulent tax returns using a taxpayer's personally identifiable information. The IRS also limited the number of tax refunds going to financial accounts or addresses, and it masked personal information from tax transcripts. The dirty dozen tax 
tax scams are broken down into four areas. Pandemic-related scams, personal information cons, ruses focusing on unsuspecting victims like fake charities and senior immigrant fraud, and schemes that persuade taxpayers into unscrupulous actions. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.